everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. The only one who can tell you that you cannot win is yourself. And the best part is that you don't have to listen to that. (laughs) I love this quote, you guys. So freaking good. And that is the vibe of today's podcast. We are going to talk about game day mindset. And before I get really freaking into this podcast, (laughs) let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. Because guys, this one, holy crap, I was sitting there eating it and I was like, this is insanity. Like, this is so stinking good. The way that I look at this taco is it could either be done after a really good workout, like in the morning. I mean, if you also work out at night, then I think that that's great too. But like specifically after a workout in the morning, like your post-workout breakfast or a dessert taco. I think either one. I mean, really, you could have it at any point in time of day. But the name of the taco is Cottage Dream Tacos. Okay, I have never had cottage cheese before in my life besides like 24 hours ago. (laughs) I know. Mostly because the consistency freaks me out. Yeah, I am Italian and I love cheese, but for some reason, cottage cheese was just the one that I was like, "Mm, I'm not not sure. So I gave in and I tried it mostly because it's part of my meal plan this week to actually ingest a lot of cottage cheese because I'm in the middle of carb loading for my big event this weekend. And uh, anyways, long story short, I tried it and it's freaking awesome. So that's where the cottage dream comes from because this actually really is a dream. If you do not like cottage cheese, just try it, okay? We mix different things into the cottage cheese. There's fruits on it. Like, it's so light and refreshing. I'm like, I could eat like 60 of these. This is always a problem. So to go and actually live through what it is that I'm talking about, you can check out the show notes when you leave the episode today and click on the link to grab the recipe card. Alrighty, let's go ahead and jump in to the topic of the week, which is all about game day mindset. And so as a lot of you know, if you've been following for the last couple of weeks, I have a lot of really cool and fun and important events coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks and few months, really going all throughout the summer, which is exciting. And uh, I've been doing a lot of preparation. So in addition to the physical stuff that I've been doing, you know, like practicing certain movements and things for you know, I've got Spartan Race, I've got DECA, I've got uh, Ninja Warrior Finals for a couple different leagues. I just got a lot going on. And so each one's kind of demanding its own specific thing. But on top of the physical stuff, a lot of it, in fact, probably most of it has been the mental side of it because mindset is truly everything when it comes to a lot of these things. And what I've noticed is a tendency that I have when I get close to game time or just the day of is I want to listen to something that puts me in the right state. And in all honesty, for as many podcasts as I've listened to, YouTube videos, as many motivational speakers as I know, I have a hard time finding something that hits the spot without it being like overly cheesy and having like that silly motivational like music in the background. I, I can't find it or it just goes off on this really weird tangent and, and I just don't dig it. And so part of this is selfish of me wanting to have something to listen to this weekend right when I'm getting ready to go into uh, the the work that I'm about to put in. 
But also, in addition to that, for those of you that are getting ready to prepare for something like that and need something motivational like that to listen to, to put yourself in the right space, I also wanted to cover some tips for the days and the weeks leading up to your big event that will allow for you to fully prepare. And so with that being said, that's where I'm going to start, is let's start talking about tips, and I've got three of them for you today that, again, are physical, mental, just kind of a nice mix of things. And then I want to end with a good pump-up jam. So with that being said, tips. Let's jump into that. First thing, and this is the one that has really started to change the game for me, not only physically and how I'm, my body is adapting because all the events that I'm preparing for are physical. And just as a side tangent, your events don't have to be physical. This could be very much a mental thing. It could be the big phone call, the big pitch, the big speech, right? It, I, I think it truly applies to anything, any of these tips that I'm about to give you. But the first one has been so game-changing, and that's practicing specificity as much as humanly possible in the weeks and the days leading up to the big day. I know that I can't always 100% like to the T replicate the situation. Like for example, this weekend I'm doing the DECA Strong competition. Yes, what's actually fortunate is that the uh, event is at the home gym that I normally train at for this kind of stuff. So there's that kind of comfortability that I have with it, but I can't set up the exact same situation and do it because there's going to be life that happens before that. The, the hours, the minutes leading up to it, people, stresses, the stations might be in a completely different order than they were when we set it up, you know, in the chip, right? Like there's tons of different things that could happen. So main point being, you can't 100% replicate it. However, you can take apart certain things of the big event that you know for the most part to be true or to be fairly consistent, or maybe it's the things that are areas of opportunity. Maybe it's the thing that you're most worried about and just practice it over and over and over again. In fact, last week I posted something uh, on Instagram and Facebook of how to improve your 500 meter row. Well, I've been doing this drill where I've literally have been just focused on the row because the row is, I think, kind of the hardest part. It spikes your heart rate right at the very beginning. And if you don't know how to manage your mindset and that instant fatigue and the waste going on in your body, just basically all the things, you're kind of screwed for what's to come after that. And so I've been specifically focusing on the rows. To take it a step further, not only have I been focused on increasing my row time and the amount of time I spend uncomfortable, like really pushing the limits on the rower, I also have just been practicing the same setup of, okay, I'm going to go into the reverse lunges, straight into the row, straight into the box overs, straight into the med ball sit-ups, and I break it up in little chunks, or I, I specifically work on the chunks that scare the poop out of me or where I've struggled from the very you know last event that I did. That's what I mean by specificity. So whatever that translates for for you, I recommend setting that up as much as humanly possible, okay? Now, here's the other caveat to that is like, you can't fixate it, fixate on it up until the very moment that it happens. There's got to be that point in time where you allow for it to like taper off and you got to just like bless and release. Like if you are consistently hitting it hard over and over and over again, one, you're probably going to lead to some sort of burnout, but then you're probably going to create this fear around not performing in the way that you want to because you're just holding on to the bat way too tight. So the way that I'm honestly going to play this is tonight and Wednesday are going to be my last two nights where I hit those very specific blocks 
And at that point, I'm going to bless and release and know that what I did and the work that I put in, even knowing that like my last time that I do it might not be perfect. It might be the worst one that I do, but you know what? The way I look at that is like, okay, now I know what it feels like to have the worst one underneath my belt. What did I learn from that? And how can I take that into my event? I see that as a really big gift, which takes time to build that mindset. So hopefully you can start to adapt and and grasp that as I'm speaking those words. But after Wednesday, I'm again, blessing and releasing. And when it's time, I'm going to, you know, take care of my body leading up to it with the right fuel and the, you know, just keeping active and good mobility and all the things. But when it's go time, I'm going to trust that the, the the situations that I have practiced over and over again, that they're going to carry me through. And even those moments of like, holy crap, that didn't go as expected. Those moments are going to carry me through even more because I know what it feels like to not have things go to expectation. Do you know what I mean? So the more that you can specifically practice things and find that good balance of when it's time to actually taper that off and trust and believe in what work you've put in, I think the better outcome that you're going to have and the more confident that you're going to feel, not like this feeling of like, did I do enough? And I think that's the number one question as whether you're an athlete, whether you are someone, again, maybe you're going to speak, maybe you're going to do this big pitch, whatever it is, there is always that feeling and doubt of, did I do enough? And I think that doing this alone is going to help solve that to some capacity. Okay, so that's my very first tip. The second tip is remembering the power of not only your words, but also what you're visualizing and daydreaming about when it comes to everything that you're thinking about. One of the best pieces of advice, and I, so funny, I was just talking about this to my um, team ninja kids this past week. One of the best pieces of advice that I've heard is from Michael Phelps. And like, Michael Phelps is freaking beast, right? He's the goat, (laughs) as they would call it. Uh, And what he says, you kind of want to listen to because he's done a lot of really cool, amazing things and it's worked and he's done it consistently. But he says that he visualizes a couple of things, not only in the days leading up to the event, but the moments leading up to the event, right? But here are the most important things that I've grasped from what he was saying is one, he visualizes how the event ideally would go in like the best case possible, right? Like everything goes to plan. So that way you're creating that sort of pathway to obviously focus on those positive aspects, excuse me. But then the second thing, and I think that this one's even more important, is the things that could go wrong and how you could be prepared for them and take an alternative plan. I cannot tell you how many times, especially when I'm on the ninja course, where I am like, okay, I feel really confident about this. I know what hand I'm going to use, how hard I'm going to swing, when I'm going to breathe, when I'm going to pause, all the things. And then I get to that moment, something's out of place, something's not right, I'm a little bit more tired than expected. Like, just the tiniest little thing is not happening. And maybe I miss a hold and now I'm sitting there swinging in the death circle. If you are a ninja, you know exactly what I mean. It's one of the most terrifying spots. You don't want to be there, trust me. But what do you do? And one of the things that I really admire and why I think some of the best athletes are the best athletes, especially in like, for example, if you know anything about ninja, Caden Lebsack, he's from Colorado. He, I've seen him mess up. Not fail the obstacle, but mess up on the obstacle. And the way that he's able to stay calm and under composure and then redirect and adapt to the situation and get through it, I'm like, that is the missing puzzle piece that I think a lot of people are missing. It's not that these people are perfect. It's just they know 
what to do and how to redirect when things don't go as expected. So getting back to this idea of the words that you're telling yourself in this visualization, one, words are everything. If you're going to tell yourself, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so tired by that point, it's going to be super hard, that's the experience that you're going to get. However, if you flip the words and then you're visualizing as well too, like, hey, this is a very realistic thing that could happen. Here's what I'm worried about. Let's visualize that as it could happen. But then the turning point of this, instead of getting stuck in that death cycle where you're visualizing yourself and now you're freaking yourself out and feeling your anxiety rising, is you take that small pivot and you start to say, okay, this is what I do. I see myself taking a deep breath. I see myself closing my eyes. I see myself... X, Y, Z, whatever it is that your solution is going to be. And maybe there's a couple of different solutions. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But those two things alone, I think, oh, that is really, really good. So those can be some mental things and exercises that you can do, again, leading up to the event and the day of. But again, back to the caveat from the original one is you want to make sure that there's a point in time where you bless and release. And I think that Michael Phelps even said that once I know what it is that I'm doing on the day of, I I visualize it and I get confidence in that and then I don't, I, I bless and release. I don't allow for it to continue to consume me. In fact, the minutes, like we're talking about 10 to 15 minutes before he goes, he has his music on and all he's doing is just singing and dancing. He's not even thinking about what's supposed to happen versus I know for me when I was a dancer, like I would be marking out like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I want to make sure I don't forget the step or, you know, whatever. And I know that too, to be true for a lot of us ninjas is we, we do that where moments leading up, we're still trying to maybe figure out our beta or whatever, when we really just need to let it go and let our body and let our minds, what they already know to be true to take over. So to wrap all of that specific thing up, visualizing the two things, how things ideally will go, and then how things actually might go wrong and what you're going to do as a solution to therefore also create those pathways is really impactful. And having specifically 10 to maybe 15 second clips at most on those specific things that you're going to repeat. You don't want this to be super dense and overly specific to the point where like it's taking you a minute just to visualize one move. Like quick things of what it is that you can see and how you're going to redirect or how the perfect situation goes. Does that make sense? So that's the second piece of advice that I have for you more on the uh, mental side of the training. And last thing is also very mental is to let go of all expectations for the outcome. Not only the final results of what will happen, but exactly how the day will go. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then I wake up and it's the total opposite. It's almost like when you wake up and your alarm never went off and you're like, my day is completely screwed. (laughs) So you almost want, here's the way I look at it. You you want to have a plan of attack, right? You don't want to go into it blind. You don't want to go into it with just like this feeling of unpreparedness because that I think provides way more anxiety and you're going to pre- really fixate on the fact that you're not prepared. So don't do that. And you want to visualize. You want to put yourself in the right space mentally like I talked about and have things feeling like you're confident and you're put in the right place. But to have super defined checklists of how everything needs to go leading up to the very specific moment and thinking, if this doesn't go the way that it's supposed to go, the, like, forget it, it's over. Like, you, if you do that, you will, there is no doubt in my mind, you will 
find stress and disappointment in the result that you end up getting. 100%. And I say that from experience because I've 100% been there. Here's what I recommend instead is that you put your focus on who it is that you want to show up as and what you need to do in those crucial moments before it's go time to make sure that person is stepping up to the plate. Not the person that's stressed out, that feels unprepared, that doesn't believe that they're enough. The person that is like, I am here, I am present, and I'm ready to freaking attack and to do it with so much stinking joy and just enjoy the moment and do whatever it is that I need to do. Like redirect what I need to redirect. Like however you you visualize the best version of yourself showing up to that big day, you need to focus on that and put your goals and your actions towards that. Does that make sense? Um, and hopefully it takes off this idea of like having these super really defined things and all you're doing is focusing on a feeling. And when you have the right emotions, oh my gosh, it's like, it's like the motion in the ocean, right? Like things just start to flow. And even if things don't go your way, you're like, eh, yeah, whatever, you know, I, I got this. And you're able to like redirect and look at the positive. So focus on who it is you want to show up as, the motion, the way that you want to feel, and trying to do the one, maybe two things that's going to lead to that person, especially the day of, okay? Not putting so much expectations for it to check every single box. So that's where I want to end that are on, again, tips for how to get prepared for the big day. Now, and I have no idea how long this is going to take, I just have like a few random things written down, is again, I I mentioned that like every time that I go to compete on the day of, I just want to listen to something that puts me in the right state, that kind of gives me a little bit of the goosies and allows for me to just close my eyes and smile and just be totally joyful exactly where my feet are at. And it's such a great and incredible feeling. And again, that idea of your emotion and the feeling is everything. getting into that state and feeling that level of gratitude, like, I really believe that you're able to conquer just about anything, right? So that's what I want to leave with today is just if you are ready to take on something big, it is the big day. You've been preparing like crazy for this. This is what I want you to hear and what I want you to know. What you bring to the table today is enough. And it has always been enough. You have always been enough. I know sometimes it's really easy to compare yourself to maybe a past version of yourself or the version of yourself that you one day hope to be. And you think, wow, how did I lose myself? Or wow, I have so freaking far to go until I actually achieve that. Or maybe you're stuck in the comparison of someone else, of an outcome that they get that you haven't had the chance yet to live through. I get that. And that is really hard. But what I also know about you is that every delay, every denial, every heartbreak, every moment of frustration, every single loss that you've navigated up to till this very point has built you for this specific moment. And thank God you showed up and you kept trying because otherwise you probably wouldn't be here today. And what a gift it is to be here today, not to be depressed, lethargic, on the couch, not living life. You're here and you're breathing and you're living and you get to do this. This is not something you have to do. You get to live through this moment. Today is not about perfection or reaching the peak. There are things that are going to happen that are going to shock you and will probably challenge the freaking hell out of you. But remember 
those times where you leaned into the hard. Go back to that hard moment where you thought there is no way in heck I'm going to make it through this. But despite the doubt that you had and all the crappy voices that were going on in your head, you just kept going. And because of that, you came out on the other side transformed. And not transformed in the way where I mean that you won and you had the flawless performance. It just means that you leaned into the hard, that you did what you thought was almost impossible, that you learned something new about yourself and what it is that you were freaking capable of. So do yourself a favor today. Follow your heart. Take the time to listen to your gut. Find a smile in the middle of the hardest moment and thank the higher powers at work for you right now that they put you here in this place for a reason. And your only goal for today is to find that reason and live it out. Again, things might not go as you hoped or as you originally thought, and that's totally okay. But by listening to your heart, you will never, ever, ever regret the action that you take and where it is that you end up because of it. It's time to trust in yourself. All that you've done to get here, all that's at work (laughs) that will bring you to the right path. And you know that. You know that that's true. It's time to have faith that there is a purpose and a bigger plan for you. It's time to work. Get after it. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. If this podcast episode was helpful, please, please, please share it either on social media with a friend, with a family member, someone that needs to hear this in the times where they're living and they're preparing for the biggest moments of their life. And until then, you guys go freaking crush it. Show yourself that you can believe in yourself. Trust that there's a bigger plan for you. And I'll see you guys next week for another episode. See you then.